Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! Okay, okay. Okay, okay! Hi! Oh my god! (laughs) Hi, it's Diana. Our introductions are getting... Weird. Way weird. What in the world? Yeah. Uh, And I'm Erin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and we are at the last episode of Hamlet, and that's why we're a little giddy. A little punchy. A little wild. Yeah. Whoa, it's been a long ride. But actually, we took more episodes to do a Romeo and Juliet, which is weird. It's Impossible. it's not really that weird because <laughs> of all the chit-chatting that we did. Yeah. Yeah. We did scene by scene for that, and we put some together. Yeah, and also, we, I think we did a little more cutting of Hamlet, you know, saying, well, we're not going to read this part because it's just blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think we did that more. You you did that more because yeah. Diana preps the. Diana does all the work. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> it is true. Stop it. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> all right. So we're at the very last scene. Everyone dies. Oh, what? Well, come on. Not Fortinbras. Not Fortinbras. Not Horatio. Not Horatio is not supposed to die. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? People kill Horatio? Say, oh, didn't I tell you about that thing when I saw Horatio die? What? Oh my God! It was at the public theater at the at the Shakespeare in the Park. How'd they have Horatio die? Who killed him? Fortinbras had his guy. He just like t- nodded to a dude and he turned around and shot him in the head. And I was like, No, you can't fucking do that! No, Horatio has to stay to Literally tell the tale. Tell the story. Right. Hamlet says, "Tell my story." Yeah. Horatio tries to kill himself. Yes. Actually, right. 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 Yes. At I know the that. End, you'll see. Right. Yeah. And and Hamlet is like, no, no, my my whole reputation would be ruined because nobody would know what happened here. Right. Right. Who's going to believe Osric? I mean, come on. And who's going to believe Fortinbras? Right. The because conqueror. Because Fortinbras walks into a bloodbath, people are going to arrest him probably. Yeah. Right. Because they're going to be like, what the fuck? But I also, I have to unzip. Woo. <laughs> but also, you know, the victors write the history. Yeah. So Fortinbras would tell his own story. Right. Right. Uh, the very last line of the play, in fact, is go bid someone shoot. And so maybe they took that literally. Somebody shoot that guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so shocking. The whole audience was like, <gasps> and then I like jumped up in my seat and Dakota was like, okay, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, mom. <laughs> Sit down, it's okay, mom. But I was so disturbed after that. So upset. Yeah. Horatio, nobody, well, nobody deserves to die. Ophelia certainly didn't deserve it. Claudius does. How do we feel about that? Okay, does he deserve, does, see, this is a problem. Does he deserve to die? No. Nobody deserves to die. That's, if you believe in it, God's purview. Yeah. That's only God's purview. We're not supposed to kill each other. Right. Unless we're going to eat that human. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's different. (laughs) You know, cannibalism, okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. Um, it, there's no, there's nothing in the Bible that says thou shalt not eat your neighbor. <laughs> your neighbor. <laughs> Is that, that's not one of the commandments. No. Please don't eat your neighbors. <laughs> yeah, so we're not supposed to kill one another, even in retribution. That's right. God's role. Revenge is mine, saith the Lord. Yeah, I don't believe, well, I don't believe in God, so that's a problem. But, you know. Not for you. Huh? Not for you. Yeah, I don't believe in God for me. 
No, I mean, it's not a problem for you. Oh, yeah, not a problem for me. <laughs> I mean, it is a problem for me. I don't think anybody should kill anybody unless they're going to No, not believing them. in God. I mean, it's not a problem for you. Right. Anyway. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, so, yes. Let's go on, shall we? Yes. Okay, we were so talking about Claudius, Claudius and fitting end, whether he... All right, so from an audience... Whether what happens to him is a result of what he did. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But that, I, I mean, okay, so that's two different things, right? Mm. As an audience member, do I feel he gets his just desserts? Well, yes, he did it to himself. Yeah, he you, brought you it know, on himself. Fratricide, regicide, usurpation, Usur- yeah. all those major things. Major crimes. Right, major, major crimes. crimes. And so, like... And he didn't have a jury of his peers because there were no other kings. Right. And also, <laughs> but so, like, morally, I think nobody deserves to be put to death. But in the context of the play, he he made his own bed and then he had to literally sleep in it. Yes. 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 And, and... Uh, he's the only one. Well, that's not true. I think Rosencrantz and Guildenstern also kind of made their own bed. Yeah. Yeah. They chose their sides and they chose their battles, you know, and then they lost. Right. And they chose the wrong side. They They chose chose the side of power rather than the side of righteousness. And friendship and loyalty. Yeah. And Hamlet. So I think the reason why we're discussing this is because Hamlet is very adamant and clear and angry about what he decides is the right thing for Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Right. He's like, fuck those guys. Yep. Yeah, they deserved it. So that's interesting, you know. Final body count is... Well, okay, final body count is different than the final body count that Hamlet is responsible for directly. Right. So in the end, we have Polonius, Ophelia, Rosencrantz, Guildenstern, Laertes, Claudius, Gertrude, Hamlet. Right. All dead, and... uh, Hamlet is responsible definitely for Polonius. Mm -hmm. How do we feel about Ophelia? Is he responsible for Ophelia's death? (sighs) No, I don't think so. I think that I... He did not intend that at all. No, but he didn't intend Polonius either. But I feel like he contributed to the milieu in which Ophelia's death was possible. In other words, right? She had been so sheltered and so uh, um, almost strangled by her role at court and what was expected of her that to lose a brother, then a lover, then a father was too much because now she's no one. Yeah. Right? So her death metaphorically happens before she drowns herself and she doesn't even really drown herself. She just falls in the river and drowns. Yeah. But... So she's metaphorically dead before that. Yeah. Because if she's no longer sister, daughter, lover. Yeah, she's nobody. She's nobody. And it, at court in particular. Yeah. She's she nobody. Would nobody. She would have been a, a nun. Right. So, but he, so yeah. So Hamlet is, you know, he was a catalyst, but he absolutely didn't mean for that to happen. Right. But then we have Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. He he definitely was the <laughs> swap those letters <laughs> of those of those guys' death. Laertes. Well, okay. So if Laertes hadn't said that he had the unction, yeah, you know, to dip the point in, yeah, he, if he hadn't done that, he himself might not be dead. Would not be dead. Yeah. So he's the instrument of his own demise. Right. He and Claudius. Claudius could also be responsible for him being dead because he, Claudius is, 
exit on to well, well right because claudia said you know we'll just not put the tip on the sword and you can kill him and laertes is like well i i can do you one better yeah. than that i mean so in essence right. they're both yes yeah. they're both responsible for the death of laertes yeah but not not hamlet because hamlet didn't know yeah right hamlet is responsible for killing claudius he does everything he can do to he stabs him he poisons him and everything yeah right yep um, Gertrude unfortunately dies by accident. Okay, so let's just have a or little by chat. Her own That's what I okay. was just gonna say. By her right? own choice, she so might have done that. It's a choice that the the actress and director get to make. Yeah. Does she know what's going on? Yeah. And does that on purpose? Right, because it because Claudia says, "Don't do it," and she says, yeah. "I will." I will. Fuck you. And so, does she know or not? I think she does, personally. That's... Yeah. I think she does because otherwise, why does she say, I will my... You know, I... Yeah. The other reason for her to say, I will my lord, is like, you can't tell me when to drink or not drink. Like, she's starting to be a little, you know, like, now that Hamlet's back, there might be some other choice. Because if she was supposed to be not having sex and, you know, stuff like that, like... I don't know. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at you like I'm that because like... I'm considering what you're saying. Okay. You know, just, I, I just feel like, I feel like Gertrude, the person we've come to know through the play, would stand up to Claudius and say something else if it was just don't tell me not to drink. Hmm. But that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. We get to play yeah. with that. Well, and also she uses the word will, right? This exactly. Is my will. This is my will. This is my will. And then Hamlet, unfortunately, well, is responsible for his own death in sort of lots of ways and shades, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Laertes scratches him, but, you know, so much going on that brought about his own death. So we talked about Romeo being a mass murderer, right? Because Romeo's <laughs> responsible for six deaths. Ham- Hamlet's a play. close second. <laughs> yeah, and Hamlet is uh, not as much of a murderer as Romeo, apparently. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? We knew. We, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank God that next thing up is comedy, Midsummer. <laughs> yeah, and it's a silly little comedy, but it's It'll be fun. It's fun. And, you know, there's also some horrible stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> but which, but mostly it's fun. <laughs> which will be like tragic relief. Right. <laughs> in <laughs> case you were relief. peeing your pants laughing too hard. No, I just, I, I just think comedies are not what we consider comedies no, now. I know. Well, that's the most... The most funny comics are usually very sad. John Candy and those guys, right? Yeah. All right. Shall we? Delve. Delve. Let's delve. (laughs) We left the delvers behind, and now we're going to delve some more. All right. So who's reading what? Act 5, scene 2. I would like to read Gertrude when that comes. She's only got a very little to say. I know, but I would like to read that when it comes. Yeah. I would like to read Hamlet. You read Hamlet. I'll read Hamlet. So I'll read Horatio. Horatio. You read Osric? I'll read Osric. <laughs> um, and then Claudius. Uh, if you're Hamlet. Uh, he doesn't directly talk to him all the No. Much. So you do Claudius. You do Claudius. And then um, Laertes. You I'll do, do Laertes. Laertes. Okay, Okay, great. so I'm Gertrude Laertes Horatio. Yes. Okay. And Osric. Oh, and Osric. You'll have to punch me and remind me I'm Osric. That's <laughs> okay. It's a whole ridiculous scene. Okay. Okay. So they are just coming from that graveside scene. Mm-hmm. So remember, they're sort of in the middle of it. And I think this is intended to be right after. Right. All right. 
um, because Claudia says we're going to wrap this shit up, right? right? And yep. put this living guy right back in this grave. Right. Fuck right. it. Yeah. So um, so they've just arrived at Hamlet's quarters, perhaps, or something, right? Yeah. And he's talking to Horatio. So much for this, sir. Now shall you see the other. You do remember all the circumstance? Remember it, my lord. So the other the other thing that he was going to tell him about, which is the what he did with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Right. Sir, in my heart there was a kind of fighting that would not let me sleep. Methought I lay worse than the mutines in the Bilbos. <laughs> the what? The what now? Bil Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, the yeah. Bilbo Bagginses. So in my heart there was kind of, he was, he was ambivalent about killing them mm -hmm. for a short bit there. Yeah, his heart was fighting with itself. Yeah. And the mutines are the mutineers. Uh-huh. In the Bilbos are the fetters. So maybe he was, like, thinking about the guys sitting in the belly of the ship who had tried to mutiny. And he was feeling like them, like, shit, what did I do? Ah, ah. Mm. I don't know. Rashly, and praised be rashness for it, let us know our indiscretion sometimes serves us well when our deep plots do pall. So he made a choice quickly. Mm-hmm. And he said, sometimes that's a good thing because we make deep plots, like, you know, intensely thought out idea, you know, plans, mm -hmm. and they come to nothing. Paul means come to nothing. Okay. And so he says, and that should teach us there's a divinity that shapes our ends. Rough hew them how we will. Okay. So interesting, right? So God, God intervenes in yeah. our in our lives. And, and brings about the right choice right. somehow. Right. Rough hue, it like even though we might kind of try to sort of plan it out. Right. Well, that is most certain. Up from my cabin, my sea gown scarfed about me. So he was wrapped in his, you know, well, some kind of cloak, cloak to protect him from the sea. Mm -hmm. In the dark, groped I to find out them. Had my desire. So he found them. Fingered their packet. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Diddling uh, of the diddling ball of their sack. ball sack. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, it means I filched their letter, but it's like, come on. You know what he was. Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And in fine, withdrew to mine own room again. So in fine, in fine, at the end, mm -hmm. in the end, I, I went back to my room. Okay? So he's gone out on the deck. He's diddled RNG <laughs> and gotten their letter, the letter that they're carrying, mm -hmm. and he's gone back to his room. Making so bold, my fears for getting manners to unseal their grand commission. So that should never happen. You right. should never. It's a letter to the king of England. You from don't, another king. Yeah, you don't unseal it. Don't unseal it. And so that's forgetting what he means by his forgetting. manners. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I should have known better. I should have not done that. I should have not seal. done it. But Bad I did idea. it. Where I found Horatio, oh, royal knavery, an exact command, larded with many several sorts of reasons, so fattened with mm -hmm. reasons, right? <laughs> Importing Denmark's health and England's too, with ho such bugs and goblins in my life, that on the supervised, no leisure baited, no, not to stay the grinding of the axe, my head should be struck off. Okay, so wait a second. So, I mean, I get that my head should be struck off, yes. right? So that was the content of the letter. <laughs> right. But he's trying to really drama it up, isn't yeah. he? Like, Whoa, Horatio, oh my goodness. Yeah, Royal Navy. So there was a command in there, mm -hmm. fattened with lots of reasons, that, and then... This funny thing, with ho such bugs and goblins in my life, there were, though, so if I were to remain alive, there would be terrible 
penalties to pay. Bugs and goblins were like bugaboos and scary things. Yeah, yeah. Then on the supervised, on the perusal of this letter. On the, the reading. Yeah. Reading. That no leisure baited, not with one second to spare. Yeah. Not even to like grind. actually properly <laughs> grind the axe. Right. I should have my head cut off. Right. Just do it. Just do it. Quick. It's possible. Here's the commission. Read it at more leisure. So he has it with him. Yeah, he didn't lose it. He took it. So it's proof, right? Mm-hmm. But wilt thou hear me how I proceeded? I how be- I did proceed? I, I beseech you. Yeah, I noticed that Horatio is like, he's jumping in with line endings, like finishing off his lines. Because mm-hmm. he's in, excited about this and he's also speeding it along. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, come on, We're with your sword. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Being thus benetted round with villainies, ere I could make a prologue to my brains, they had begun the play. So <laughs> my brains like worked so fast to figure out this thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was he was surrounded by villainous People. plots. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I sat me down, devised a new commission, wrote it fair. Fair means in beautiful handwriting. Mm, so okay? it looks correct. Yeah. But it also has that double meaning of it was fair that I did this to them because mm-hmm. it was fitting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he has this aside thing. I once did hold it, as our statists do, a baseness to write fair and labored much how to forget that learning. But, sir, now it did me yeoman's service. So he used to be disdainful of learning how to write beautiful penmanship because that is a lowly occupation for a, a stenographer or a, you know, somebody who, who a secretary or something. So mm-hmm. a working man. Mm-hmm. It's not something that the royals had to do. They never had to write they they could, but mm-hmm. they never had to write their own letters. Somebody did it for them. Right. But now yeah. he, he has but that now he was ability. Glad, so. And he was glad that he learned. Yeah. Because he wrote it like the stenographer might have written it mm-hmm. for the king. Mm-hmm. Wilt thou know the effect of what I wrote? I'm a, I bet that. that mm. <laughs> I good, my lord. An earnest conjuration from the king. As England was his faithful tributary, so he's duplicating Claudius's terms, mm-hmm. right? And As, and we talked about that how how England was uh, beholden to Denmark for keeping England safe from marauding Vikings. Yes, yeah, tributary. That's why he's yeah. yeah. You know, it's not a river. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> As love between them like the palm might flourish. As peace should stiff her wheaten garland wear, and stand a comma between their amities, and many such like as-is of great charge. <laughs> okay, as-is, so it's A-S. Apostrophe. Apostrophe E-S. It sounds like asses, though. Yeah. He's also like, whatever blah, blah, kings say, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, be, you know, we would love each other like the palm tree grows and peace. We would wear our beautiful big ruffs in peace. So her wheaten garland where, yeah, you know, in peacetime they can grow the crops and stuff. They don't have to worry about things, right? Mm-hmm. And all these things. That on the view and knowing of these contents without debate further, more or less, he should the bearers put to sudden death, not shriving time allowed. Okay, That's so right, like <laughs> at the end there, whoa. Yeah. Okay, we talked about shriving as being uh, funerary, uh, well, no, not funerary rites, but uh, last rites given by a priest to, or a prior to a person who was dying. Dying, yeah. Which should be the case with someone getting their head cut off, because mm-hmm. that's the least you can do, is, you know, allow them to make their peace with God. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, don't you let those fucking guys have that chance. Right. Wow. So he's really 
really keen that they should be beheaded immediately upon presenting the letter (laughs) to hell. Yeah, right. How was this sealed? Why, even in that was heaven ordinate. Okay, so sealed on the back of a letter, right? There would have been a wax seal of the of the king. Yeah, right. And so Horatio's like, "How did you you do that?" Right. Yeah, and he's saying the gods were looking out for me even there. Yeah, heaven was ordinate. Uh, That means it was looking out for me. I had my father's signet in my purse. So he had his father's seal ring. Right. You've seen signet rings. They have people's initials on them. They're flat on the top and Mm -hmm. round. Yeah, you've seen them. Yep. So that you can, you know, press it into the wax and people would know it was from you. Right. Which was the model of that Danish seal. Folded. It was the same one that Claudius had. Yep. The same. Folded the writ up in form of the other, so I did it just like the other one was. Subscribed it, gave the gave it the impression, placed it safely. The changeling never known. Great word, changeling, changeling. guys. It's going to be a super important word for midsummer. So I really like this as a segue. Yeah, but it means uh, something that was exchanged for something else. It usually means children. Yes. Yeah, and we'll talk more about that in Midsummer. But the fairies used to steal human children and replace them with fairy children. <laughs> and that was a changeling. So this is a changeling letter. Yeah. And it couldn't be detected. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Now, the next day was our sea fight. And what to this was sequent thou knowest already. So the pirates. pirates I told you about the pirates. <laughs> you know all that. Yeah. So Guildenstern and Rosencrantz go to it. Why, man, they did make love to this employment. So, so they were they were really into it. like getting this letter to the king. Yeah, yeah. And so fuck them because they really you know were after my death, after yeah. my end. Yeah, they are not near my conscience, so I don't give a fuck about them. Yep. Right. Their defeat does, by their own insinuation, grow. So they are responsible for, for them. their own deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Although we made Hamlet responsible, I think he's also responsible. But well, I mean, he is directly responsible because he switched the letter and said what he said so i stick i stand by that i stand by that okay but he he's making this excuse for that Mm -hmm. tis dangerous when the baser nature comes between the pass and fell incensed points of mighty opposites so this is an interesting word the pass your passado, says mm-hmm. Mercutio, right? Mm-hmm. Come, sir, your passado. That's a thrust. It's mm-hmm. a special thrust in sword fighting. So it's a foreshadowing to this sword fight that's going to come up soon. And fell means deadly or fierce or evil. Okay. And incensed is angry. So he's like, it's it's really dangerous for like lower class people to come between two very powerful people in mm-hmm. their business. Mm-hmm. So they should have known better. Why? What a king is this? Does it not, thinks thee, stand me now upon, he that hath killed my king and whored my mother, popped him between the election and my hopes, thrown out his angle for my proper life, and with such cousinage, is it not perfect conscience to quit him with this arm? And is it not damned to let this canker of our nature come in further evil? I finally... I finally am going to kill the motherfucker. I am finally going to, like, now I have all of these... I already had all these reasons, but... Yeah, but now... But now he's like, I have proof. I have his own hand that's trying to he tried to, kill, trying me. to kill me. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Horatio says, it must be shortly known to him from England. What is the issue of the business there? Yeah. So he's like, he's going to get a report about Ro- Rosencrantz and Guildenstern very soon. Right. And Hamlet says, it will be short. The interim is mine. So yes, it's coming. But in the meantime, I have a little time to get my thing done. Right. 
and a man's life's no more than to say one. And that would be what he would say if he was hitting someone with a, a sword. sword. One. You know, right. like, like, I touche. got my point. Yeah. Touche is touch. Yeah, so he's saying one guy's life is no more than one thrust of the sword. But I am very sorry, good Horatio, that to Laertes I forgot myself. For by the image of my cause, I see the portraiture of his. I'll court his favors. So he's sorry that he was mean to Laertes because he understands that his aim was the same as Hamlet's, which is revenge for his father. Mm -hmm. Right? But sure, the bravery of his grief did put me into a towering passion. Peace. Who comes here? Yeah. Bravery just means like the huge expression. So Laertes being so big and passionate made Hamlet rise to that occasion. Right, of course. But as often happens with anybody who's already agitated, if you you come at them. With with your own agitation. They will rise to meet you. Yeah, you're stirring them up. Right, right. And Osric comes in. Your lordship is right welcome back to Denmark. I humbly thank you, sir. Dost know this waterfly? Waterfly is great. He's asking Horatio, do you know this tiny, vain, agitated creature? <laughs> and Horatio says, no, my good lord. Thy state is the more gracious, for tis a vice to know him. <laughs> like, you are better off because it's a horrible thing to actually be acquainted with this dude. And he made a spot judgment on him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know him either. No. But he is a little, um, I think the way that Osric presents himself is a little highfalutin for his station. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, and that could definitely be in the costuming and stuff that he looks much more important than he probably is. Right. Because Hamlet can see that from his clothes and from the way he carries himself and such. And, ha- and he Hamlet goes on would to know describe he... that. Right. And Hamlet, if, were he important in the court, Hamlet would know who he was. Yeah. And obviously if he doesn't, then he's not really important. Right. So he goes on to describe him. He hath much land and fertile. Let a beast be lord of beasts, and his crib shall stand at the king's mess. So, like, even, you know, if a beast has enough beasts, is in charge of enough animals, I guess he can go to lunch with the king. Tis a chaff, which is a jackdaw that can be taught to speak. So he's like, this is a stupid bird that someone taught to say something. Tis a chaff, but as I say, spacious in the possession of dirt. So he's got a lot of land, obviously, and so he must be rich, and that's why he can afford to dress the way he does. Sweet lord, if your lordship were at leisure, I should impart a thing to you from his majesty. Good. So notice that none of that was an aside. Osric had to listen to himself (laughs) described, right? Mm -hmm. And Hamlet is going to mock him now. I will receive it, sir, with all diligence of spirit. Put your bonnet to its right use. Tis for the head. So he's telling him to put his hat back on. I thank your lordship. It is very hot. And no, believe me, tis very cold. The wind is northerly. <laughs> so he's like, no, take it off. Put it on. Take it off. You know, he's testing him, right? But I like the wind is northerly because it sounds like when the wind, wind is, is southerly, yeah. I know a hawk for me. Right, right, right. Uh, it is indifferent cold, my lord, indeed. But yet methinks it is very sultry and hot for my complexion. This is exactly what he did with Polonius. Yeah. Same thing. Look at the clouds. Camel. Whale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exceedingly hot, my lord. It is very sultry, as twere I cannot tell how. But, my lord, his majesty bade me signify to you that he has laid a Great wager on your head, sir. This is the matter. I beseech you remember. 
Nay, good, my lord, uh, for mine ease in good faith. So he's trying to get him to put his hat back on, yeah, right. take it off, and Ostrich's like, I have a message! God damn it! Sir, here is newly come to court Laertes. Believe me, an absolute gentleman, full of most excellent differences, of very soft society, and great showing. Indeed, to speak feelingly of him, he is the card or calendar of gentry, for you shall find in him the continent of what part a gentleman would see. Good grief. <laughs> what did you just say there? Um, uh, um, uh, so... <laughs> Um, so what I'm saying, he is like he's like the young Polonius. Oh yeah. Um, oh god. So he's an absolute gentleman. He's full of things that define him as such. Yeah. Uh, soft society, in other words, he doesn't work hard. Yeah. Great showing. He looks the part. Um, to speak feelingly of him, he is the card or calendar. So he's the he's the he's the showpiece, right? He yes. Could, like, of gentry. Of gen you go look him up in the dictionary. Look gentry up. There's yep. Laertes. There he is. Right. There he uh, is. But you shall find in him the continent of what part a gentleman would. He contains everything. Everything that a gentleman should look like. And Hamlet's like, oh my fucking god. Sir, his definement suffers no perdition in you. So, like, yes, he is all of those things, and just because you described him as such doesn't make him any the worse. Perdition <laughs> is a bad thing, right? Right. Though I know to divide him inventorially would dizzy the arithmetic of memory. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Take all the inventory right. of him would make you completely dizzy with your, you know, adding it all up. And yet, but ya neither in respect of his quick sale. So he wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, go over because he's, he's, he would get out from under your crazy, yeah. Laertes will survive your description. Right. That's what he's saying, right? But in the verity of extolment, so you could, pre verity is truth. truth could you right. please fucking just tell me the truth? Right? right. I take him to be a soul of great article. So he's going out of his way also to praise Laertes mm -hmm. to make sure that people know if Osric's going to take this information back to the king that he didn't mean to be Offend. so horrible. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. And his infusion of such dearth and rareness as to make true diction of him, his semblable is his mirror. So the only thing that is equal to him is his reflection in, in the a mirror. mirror. And who else would trace him his umbrage, nothing more. And anyone who wants to follow him is only his shadow. Uh -huh. Umbrage is his shadow. Okay. Uh, your, so, oh, sorry. Yeah, so he, he bettered Osric yeah. in his description, didn't he? Your lordship speaks most infallibly of him. The consonancy, sir. Why do we wrap the gentleman in our more raw breath? Sir? So consonancies, what is this concern? Why are we talking about Laertes? Right, right, right. And Osric is like, what? And Horatio says, Is it not possible to understand in another tongue? You'll do it, sir, really. Yeah, can you please just simplify your speech? <laughs> what imports the nomination of this gentleman? Why are we talking about him? Of Laertes? His purse is empty already. All's golden words are spent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have another thing to say. Of him, sir. I know you are not ignorant. I would you did, sir. Yet in faith, if you did, it would not much approve me. 
So I wish you knew I wasn't ignorant so you wouldn't spend all these fucking words, <laughs> right, to make me try to understand what it is that you have to say. But even if you praised me as being not ignorant, that wouldn't help my reputation any, <laughs> right? Mm. Well, sir, you are not ignorant of what excellence Laertes is. I dare not confess that, lest I should compare with him in excellence. But to know a man well were to know himself. I mean, sir, for his weapon, but in the imputation laid on him by them, in his mead he's unfellowed. What's his weapon? Um, well, yeah, right, so, so <laughs> double, double meaning, yeah. right? Because he, we, we already know that he's been praised as a, an excellent swordsman. Yeah. But weapon is also dick. Dick, your dick, yeah. In his mead, he's unfellowed. So, like, in his deserving of praise in this way, he doesn't have an equal. Right. Unfellowed. But it's also <laughs> like he's not a gay man. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of double entendres yeah. here about, yeah. And what's his weapon? Hamlet's like, you know, tongue-in-cheek at this point. And he's like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't even know what he's saying, right? Right. What's his weapon? Uh Rapier and dagger. Well, that's two of his weapons, but, well... The king, sir, hath wagered with him six Barbary horses, against the which he has imponed, as I take it, six French rapiers and poniards, with their signs as girdle, hangers, and so... Three of the carriages in faith are very dear to fancy, very responsive to the hilts, most delicate carriages, and of very liberal conceit. Holy cow. <laughs> he's talking about the weapons, the weapons and the that... and the and yeah. also the uh what he's wagered, right? Yeah. So uh Claudius has put up six Barbary horses as his part of the bargain, the the, the bet. Wager. Yep. Right. And Laertes has put up six French rapiers, mm -hmm. um, which are, you know, beautiful swords, beautifully crafted. Mm -hmm. And poniards are daggers. Mm -hmm. So he's his part of the wager is six swords and six daggers with their assigns, and this is the things that hold them. Right. Okay, their girdles, their hangers, whatever it is that holds them on the, the belt. The person, right. On the person's belt. And then he goes on to describe them. They're very fancy. They're very, you know, responsive, meaning that their design is the same as the hilt, right? So it's all a set. Right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what call you the carriages? I knew you must be edified by the margent air you had done. Horatio's like, why are you egging him on? Why? Why? <laughs> Osric says, the carriages, sir, are the hangers. The phrase would be more germane to the matter if we could carry cannon by our sides. I would it might be hangers till then. So it's like, we don't need this whole other word carriages. We've got the word hangers already. Right. right? right. <laughs> But on. Six Barbary horses against six French swords, their assigns, and three liberal conceded carriages. That's the French bet against the Danish. So Hamlet recognizes this bet. It must have been a standard, um, you know, wager. Mm -hmm. Why is this imponed, as you call it? So he's questioning his language there. The king, sir, hath laid... That, in a dozen passes between yourself and him, he shall not exceed you three hits. He hath laid on twelve for nine, and it would come to immediate trial if your lordship 
would vouchsafe the answer. Okay, so the king has laid odds. Yes. On Laertes because so he's given them the the bout the match is going to take a dozen a dozen passes a dozen you know uh, bouts parties little, little mini right? mini bouts yep. right so and uh, until a touch and ha- and Laertes has to Laertes has to come in uh, twelve for nine like he has to beat Hamlet by three right exactly to beat him okay. Uh, so it's not just like one more than him. Right. It has to be three more than him. Right. Because he says he's better trained. Right. Okay. And it would come to immediate trial. They want to do it right now if you're ready. Right. How if I answer no? I mean, my lord, the opposition of your person in trial. So he's like, uh, I, I meant if you would be the other guy that Laertes fights. He's <laughs> getting very confused. Sir, I will walk here in the hall. If it please his majesty, tis the breathing time of day with me. Let the foils be brought, the gentleman willing, and the king hold his purpose. I will win for him, and I can. If not, I will gain nothing but my shame and the odd hits. Shall I re-deliver you e'en so? <laughs> to this effect, sir. After what flourish, oh, your nature will. So he's like, <laughs> I'm here. If they want to bring the stuff here, sure, I'll take you up on it. And I'll try to win for the king. And if I don't, you know, whatever. I, it's fine. I commend my duty to your lordship. Yours, yours. So he's like, please get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> right? He does well to commend it himself. There are no tongues else for his turn. <laughs> Nobody could speak for him in that same way. And this lapwing runs away with the shell on his head. <laughs> so he's like, lapwing is another stupid bird. Birds in Hamlet. Yeah, lapwings. What do we have? Lapwings chaff um, so we, we far duck, in this duck, scene. Ducks? No, oh, in this scene. Yeah. 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 There are lots of birds. Lots of birds. Birds. And with the shell on his head, with his hat on his head. So right. He's like, he ended up with it on his head. Right. <laughs> After all that. Yeah. He did comply with his dug before he sucked it. Um, a dug is a titty. <laughs> yeah. So he negotiated with the tit before he drank milk when he was a baby. I yeah. swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Thus has he, and many more of the same bevy that I know the dressy age dotes on, only got the tune of the time and outward habit of encounter. So, like, he's like one of these people that only, like, he understands all the outside parts about being a gentleman, but he doesn't have any kind of governance of his own person. Mm -hmm. A kind of yeasty collection which carries them through and through the most fond and winnowed opinions and do but blow them to their trial, the bubbles are out. So, like, it's like if you've ever seen yeast froth Mm -hmm. um, when you're making bread or, you know, it, it creates all this layer of bubbles and he says that's what their speech is it's just layer layer to kind of cover up the fact that they are really nothing and if you just blow you blow on them the bubbles disappear and you can see that there's nothing there yeah and then another lord is come sent to tell them that the king is coming because it's like okay it was too much stuff and then horatio is nervous about this Uh, you will lose this wager my lord I do not think so. Since he went into France, I have been in continual practice. I shall win at the odds. But thou wouldst not think how ill all's here about my heart. But it is no matter. And nay, good, my lord. It is but foolery, but it is such a kind of gain-giving as would perhaps trouble a woman. If your mind dislike anything, obey it. I will forestall their repair hither, and say you are not fit. 
Yeah, so he's saying that he's disturbed, he's upset, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, And Horatio's like... Well, if well, you're if upset, you, I can stall them. for it, yeah. I mean, don't, you know. And then this is a super famous speech here, guys, but it's very convoluted, so yeah, we'll try. Not a wit. We defy augury. Aaron, what's augury? So, augury, um, in this case is specific to birds, but it's not always specific to birds. Okay. Right? Define. So um, it's looking at the natural world, particularly creatures, and um, being able to, to fortune tell, basically, based on what you see. So, you know, if an owl flies over you, that means something. If a crow flies over you, that means something else. And that's augury. And in... And in Hamlet, Augury is referring specifically to birds. Birds in Hamlet. Birds Look at that. Hamlet. So amazing. Um, this is kind of the pinnacle of the birds in Hamlet research here, guys. Um, so yeah, Augury, they were actually augurers, mm -hmm. right? People whose profession it was to watch the animals and stuff and then come to the king and say, I saw six falcons flying in a V to the southwest, and that means mm -hmm. blah, blah. Yep. All right. And, and, uh, the reason Diana pointed at me and said discuss is because I spend a lot of time in the spring, summer, and fall sitting on my front porch in the morning before I go into the garden to weed it, and I watch for birds. And oftentimes when a bird will fly near to me or make itself known to me, I'll go and I'll look up what the symbolism is. So I have a thing that is uh, guiding me throughout my day there. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Pay attention to the birds. They're cool. So we defy augury. So he's like, I, I'm not going to pay attention to the signs, whatever signs you're trying to tell me about. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I have my own ideas. And notice he used the word we. Mm-hmm. He's back to being king. He is stepping into himself as king right here, even if it's for a short bit. Mm -hmm. But he knows he deserved it, and he's taken it. Mm -hmm. There's a special providence in the fall of a sparrow. Now, that's a reference to a Bible verse, Matthew 10, 29. You can go look it up. But there's something about, you know, if two sparrows, if you have two sparrows and one of them falls, they shall never fall without the attention of God. Mm. Okay. If it be now, tis not to come. If it be not to come, it will be now. If it be not now, yet it will come. The readiness is all. Since no man knows aught of what he leaves, what is to leave betimes? So... You know, either it's going to be now, but if it's not now, it's certainly coming. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about what? death, our end. Yeah, right? And when he says, since no man knows aught of what he leaves, like we don't know if what we're leaving is the worst thing or if it's the better thing. We don't know. Right. So what's the difference if we leave a little early? Right. The times means early. Right. So he kind of knows his end, end is, is coming. coming right and he's the readiness is all yeah and he's ready i'm ready mm -hmm. it's all right and claudia since and all the court comes they they do that they relocate all around <laughs> the, the palace you yep. know and mm -hmm. they they have chosen this hallway probably it's the same hallway where to be or not to be happened because he says this is my usual time for walking mm -hmm. in this place also probably where uh the whole ophelia thing Yes, the nunnery. Right, used as bait. Right. Yeah. Because this is where he walks. Yeah. 
So in comes Laertes. Oh, Claudius, sorry. Oh, am I Claudius? No, you're Claudius. No, you're Claudius. I'm Claudius? Yeah. Oh. Come, Hamlet, come and take this hand from me. Give me your pardon, sir. I've done you wrong, but pardon it as you are a gentleman. So the hand is Claudius putting Laertes' hand into Hamlet's, like, shake hands with this guy, mm -hmm. okay? And he's begging pardon of Laertes, and he does a long explanation about how he's been crazy and not himself, but then this is the interesting bit. Sir, in this audience, let my disclaiming from a purposed evil free me so far in your most generous thoughts that I have shot mine arrow o'er the house and hurt my brother. So he's like, I didn't, it was, it was an accident that I insulted you so much. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to kill your father. Never. Mm-hmm. And Laertes now, says... Yes. Oh, so were you Laertes I, last, Claudius? Is that what's going on? I think so. Okay, you be Laertes. But I, then you have to be Claudius, right? Yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Um, so don't be confused. <laughs> Should we start that over? No, no. That's no. fine. Uh, I am satisfied in nature, whose motive in this case should stir me most to my revenge. But in my terms of honor, I stand aloof and will no reconcilement till by some elder masters of known honor I have a voice and precedent of peace to keep my name ungored. But till that time... I was going to say, uh, that's a lot in there. Mm -hmm. So he's, uh, I'm satisfied. I'm, uh, I understand. My nature, my heart mm -hmm. says, okay... But in my terms of honor, so I'm a man that's governed by an established code, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's a certain code that once somebody has challenged somebody else, that has to actually go to the fulfillment of mm -hmm. it. Otherwise, there is reputation lost, right? So he can't, I can't just make peace with you without ruining my reputation. So that's why by some elder master, some judges mm -hmm. have to, you know, observe the event and keep my name on gourd so that my name is still intact. Yes. But till that time, I do receive your offered love like love and will not wrong it. I embrace it freely and will this brother's wager frankly play. Give us the foils. Come on. Come on. One for me. So brother's wager. So it's a friendly, yeah. friendly bout, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be your foil, Laertes. In mine ignorance, your skill shall, like a star in the darkest night, stick fiery off indeed. <laughs> you mock me, sir. Yeah, so a foil, when people say I'm going to be your foil, it means like I'm the person that you can shine off of. Mm -hmm. um, and it was quite literally a, a very thin sheet of metal that was placed behind a rare jewel, beautiful jewel, to show it off. So Hamlet says that's going to be me and you're going to be the beautiful jewel. And mm -hmm. Laertes like, hey, come on. No, by this hand. That's you. Give them the foils, young Osric. Cousin Hamlet, you know the wager? Very well, my lord. Your grace hath laid the odds of the weaker side. I do not fear it. I've seen you both. So uh, he says, you know, you, you gave me bad odds because, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to be worse than you think. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I, I've seen. But since he is bettered, we have therefore odds. So Laertes has been practicing. Laertes has been trained and Hamlet really hasn't in a while, so. And Laertes says, this is too heavy. Let me see another. He's talking about the, the, swords. the foils. This likes me well. These foils have all a length? Aye, my good lord. That's Osric. Set me the stoops of wine upon that table. This if, is Claudius. Yes. 
If Hamlet gives the first or second hit, or quit in answer of the third exchange, let all the battlements their ordnance fire. If Hamlet gives up the first or second point and gets back on the third one, he will make all of the cannons shoot from the battlements, rather. Mm -hmm. Okay. The king shall drink to Hamlet's better breath, and in the cup an union shall he throw. A union was a very rare, beautiful pearl. So he's actually holding up this pearl, and he's dropping it into the cup. It's covered in poison. An union shall he throw, richer than that which four successive kings in Denmark's crown have worn. Give me the cups, and let the kettle to the trumpet speak, the trumpet to the cannoneer without, the cannons to the heavens, the heavens to the earth. Now the king drinks to Hamlet. So it's like in that early scene before they were on the battlements where Horatio's like, what the fuck is that noise? Because the cannons were going off. Mm -hmm. And Hamlet's like, ugh, it's the king who's drinking to something. Mm. So he's saying, let's do that again, mm -hmm. right? And that everybody will know that the king is toasting Hamlet. Wait, I have to go back for a second because yeah. I'm confused. Uh, if Hamlet give the first or second hit or quit in answer of the third exchange. So when I'm reading that, yeah, I'm if I'm reading it as if Hamlet gets the first or the second touch, or he backs off in the third exchange. I think give is like to receive it, right? It's to give ground. Okay, 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 so okay, okay. He, if he's if he's hit one and two and then quit, meaning uh, cancels out. Okay. So, and he cancels those out. So, Laertes has to be up by three, right? Right. So, if Laertes gets one, two, but then Hamlet gets a third, then he cancels out those one, two, okay. in a way. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Got it. So, yeah. Come begin, and you, the judges, bear a wary eye. Come on, sir. Come, my lord. They play. One. That means that Hamlet has touched Laertes, and Laertes says, no. Judgment. Osric says, a hit, a very palpable hit. Laertes, well, again. Stay. So they're going to start the next one. Yes. Stay, give me drink. Hamlet, this pearl is thine. Plink. Here's to thy health. The cannons go off. Give him the cup. I'll play this bout first. Set it by a while. Come. They play another bout. Ching, 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 ching. Another hit. What say you? A touch. A touch, I do confess. Our son shall win. You're, oh, I'm Gertrude. Ah, you're not Gertrude. I'm Gertrude. He's fat and scant of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds rude. Yeah. Doesn't it? But fat means sweaty. So yeah, he's yeah. sweating. He's sweating and he's out of breath, Hamlet. Right. So she's concerned. He yeah. does not look like he's going to win. Yeah, okay? right. Here, Hamlet, take my napkin. Rub thy brows. The queen carouses to thy fortune, Hamlet. So she grabs the cup. And carouse actually means toast. toast. So she's toasting him. So she's wiped the sweat off of his brow in a motherly fashion. And then she grabs the cup and holds it up. Good, madam. Gertrude, do not drink. That's Claudius. I will, my lord. I pray you pardon me. So I'm stopping here because... Yeah. Let's have a look at this little... This is why I think she does it on purpose, right? Yeah. 
Claudia says, our son will win. She says, what, are you kidding me? He's sweating and he can't breathe. And she gets up out of her chair and she takes her handkerchief and she wipes his brow. Right? A very yep. loving, motherly thing to do. So it's like her last touch of him. Yep. Yeah. And then... There's no reason for her to pick up that cup. There's no... Because the king said it was for Hamlet. It shouldn't it, have been. Said it for, was for Hamlet, A. B, she's already said he's not going to win. Yeah. She so grabs... why is she carousing? Yeah. And and the, the queen carouses to thy fortune, Hamlet. And Hamlet, good madam, Claudius says... Don't drink. Vehemently, Gertrude, do, do not, not drink. drink. And Gertrude says, I will, my lord, I pray you pardon me. Mm. And it's almost so it's almost like she's also pardon made to God, right? Mm, Nice. I like it. Now, and then Claudius has (laughs) an aside. Now, (laughs) this one, though, I think it has to be because you can't say this out loud. So who is he saying? He could say it to Laertes. It, he could say it to Laertes. He could say it to the audience. He could say it straight up to the audience, like "fuck me, I just killed her." Yep. Right. My one true love. So he says, "It is the poisoned cup. It is too late. I dare not drink yet, madam. By and by." So Hamlet. Yeah, she. She must have offered it to him, though. Uh huh. Interesting. Like, let's go to heaven together. Yeah, maybe. Come, let me wipe thy face. My lord, I'll hit him now. That's Laertes to Claudius. I do not think it. And then Laertes... As an aside. Yeah, and yet tis almost against my conscience. Now that could be to Claudius. That could be. That could be to Claudius, for sure. But it also could be... It wouldn't be interesting if Claudius goes to the audience and then Laertes goes to the audience like they're confessing themselves to somebody who will listen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So he, Laertes can't even stand it because he knows exactly what Gertrude just did. Come for the third, Laertes. You to put dally. I pray you, pass with your best violence. I am afeard you make a wanton of me. So he's like, there's that word pass again, thrust, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You're like really holding play. back. Yeah. Play for real. You're holding back like they do. A wanton is like making a spoiled child of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Laertes says, say you so? Come on. And they play. Ting, 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 ting. ting. Uh, nothing. Neither way. That's so right. got a hit. Have at you now. So, so Hamlet must have pissed off Laertes in that last one because Laertes is a little angry. And Laertes wounds Hamlet. And then Hamlet's like, you're not supposed to fucking actually take my blood. Yeah. Right? So he gets really angry and he punches him or something. You know, there has to be some way for the swords to fall to the floor. And Hamlet picks up the poison sword. sword. And then they have a big battle, and then Hamlet... Well, so, I'm going to stop. Because Claudius had said, um, we'll leave the little hoopy off the the tip. Yeah. So Hamlet would be very surprised by a draw of blood. Yeah, because it's not supposed to be unbated. It's not supposed to be sharp. Right, right. And then they have a... Hamlet wounds Laertes also, so they're both bleeding, and they're having a scuffle. And Claudius says, part them, they are incensed. Nay, come again! Queen Gertrude falls. Osric says, look to the queen there. Ho! And Horatio. They bleed on both sides. How is it, my lord? How is it, Laertes? And Laertes says, birds in Hamlet. Why, as a woodcock to mine own springe, 
Osric. Yeah. <laughs> I am justly killed with mine own treachery. So a woodcock is yet another stupid bird, and he's saying I'm a stupid bird who fell prey to my own trap. Mm -hmm. So stupid. How does the queen? She swoons to see them bleed. No, no, the drink, the drink. Oh, my dear Hamlet, the drink, the drink. I am poisoned. And she dies. I so am you don't slain. think she sounds surprised by that at all? I think it depends on how the actress plays it. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I think it like could go either way. Like maybe she can't call out Claudius even at the end there? Yeah. Like the king put a fucking poison pearl in this drink? Yeah. And Hamlet is so confused, right? Oh, villainy! Ho! Let the door be locked! Treachery! Seek it out! Laertes says. It is here, Hamlet. Hamlet, thou art slain. No medicine in the world can do thee good. In thee there is not half an hour of life. The treacherous instrument is in thy hand, unbated and envenomed. The foul practice hath turned itself on me, lo, here I lie, never to rise again. Thy mother's poisoned, I can no more. The king, the king's to blame. Yeah, so I think I can no more as I can't keep a secret anymore, mm -hmm. right? I can't not say what has happened here. The point, envenomed too, then venom to thy work. And he stabs Claudius. And everyone screams, treason, treason, treason. Because it is treason yeah. to kill a king, right. right? Oh, yet defend me, friends. I am but hurt. Here, thou incestuous, murderous, damned Dane, drink off this potion. Is thy union here? Follow my mother. So not only does Hamlet stab Claudius with the envenomed point of the sharp sword. He also grabs Claudius and makes him drink the, the wine. Potion. Yeah. And then Claudius dies without another word. So Claudius dies pretty quickly from all of that stuff. But well, it's Laertes, a lot of poison in one body. Yeah. Laertes <laughs> and Hamlet are lasting it out a little bit longer with the same stuff. Well, they only have one poison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Laertes says, he is justly served. It is a poison tempered by himself. Exchange forgiveness with me, noble Hamlet. Mine and my father's death come not upon thee, nor thine on me. So before he goes, he absolves Hamlet of killing Polonius killing and Polonius and himself. Yeah. Heaven make thee free of it. I follow thee. I am dead, Horatio. Wretched queen, adieu. You that look pale and tremble at this chance, that are but mutes or audience to this act, had I but time, as this fell sergeant death is strict in his arrest, oh, I could tell you, but let it be. Horatio, I am dead. Thou livest. Report me and my cause aright to the unsatisfied. Never believe it. I am more an antique Roman than a Dane. There's yet some liquor left. Yeah. So that's Horatio. Yeah. Yeah. So you that look pale and tremble at this chance, Hamlet's speaking again to the audience. Yes, Because absolutely. he has been speaking to them mm -hmm. through the whole play. So he's like, I love this, though. Oh, I could tell you. What is he going to say? <laughs> I could what tell you. What would he say? <laughs> right? It's so upsetting. This was all so stupid. That's Not what he's going to gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Not to know what he was going to say, though. So frustrating. But he says directly to Horatio, you are living. Please. Please tell the world about what happened here, right? Yep. And then Horatio says, what does that mean, to be an antique Roman? That um, 
he would commit suicide. He, yeah, the Romans, when they were foiled like this in a battle, like if you read Julius Caesar, Brutus, Cassius, both kill themselves, mm-hmm. right? Because it was the honorable thing to do right. when you were defeated right. and you knew you were defeated. Right. And Horatio knows they're defeated and he says, I'm, I'm going to act more like a Roman mm-hmm. than a Dane. And, and he tries yet. to take the cup right. with the poisoned liquor in it. And Hamlet's like, fucking no, right? As thou art a man, give me the cup. Let go. By heaven, I'll have it. Oh, good Horatio, what a wounded name. Things standing thus unknown shall live behind me. So if you don't tell people, they're going to think badly about me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're my friend, I don't, you know, my other friends betrayed me. You can't do this to me. Right. If thou didst ever hold me in thy heart, absent thee from felicity a while, and in this harsh world draw thy breath in pain to tell my story. And then there's a cannon shot. Kaboom. What warlike noise is this? Osric says, Young Fortinbras, with conquest from Poland to the ambassadors of England, gives this warlike folly. Oh, I die, Horatio. The potent poison quite o'ercrows my spirit. That's another bird. Yeah. O'ercrows, meaning it's triumphing like a rooster. (laughs) I cannot live to hear the news from England, but I do prophesy the election lights on Fortinbras. He has my dying voice. So tell him, with the occurrence, more and less, which have solicited, the rest is silence. That's the end of Hamlet. But so he says, I'm not going to be alive to hear what happened in England. Right. But I do prophesy, I'm, I predict that the election for the king of Denmark is going to be to Fortinbras. And then he says, give him my dying voice, meaning I am uh, casting my vote for him. Mm-hmm. And tell him that, tell him that I made my vote for him with, along with the occurrence, the arrest of the news, the things that have occurred, um, which solicited, which instigated this end. Mm -hmm. And he dies. Oh, poor Horatio. And Horatio says, now cracks a noble heart. Good night, sweet prince. And flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. Why does the drum come hither? Where is this sight? That's Fortinbras. What is it ye would see? If aught of woe or wonder, cease your search. This quarry cries on havoc. So this heap of corpses proclaims that there was a massacre here, Mm -hmm. right? O proud death, what feast is toward in thine internal cell, that thou so many princes at a shot so bloodily hast struck? And the first so, ambassador. Yeah, he's like, what? why do you need all of these corpses, death, unless you're having a gigantic feast down there in hell? Right. And right. the first ambassador, am I him? Sure. Okay. Uh, this sight is dismal, and our affairs from England come too late. The ears are senseless that should give us hearing to tell him his commandment is fulfilled, that Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Uh, where should we have our thanks? Because everybody that should be thanking them is dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then Horatio? Not from his mouth had it the ability of life to thank you. So if he were alive, he still wouldn't thank you. Yeah, because he was very ambivalent about it and upset about having to do it. Right. right. He never gave commandment for their death. But oh, Horatio's absolving him. Yeah. Of that in the end. Yeah. Uh, 
but since, so jump upon this bloody question, you from the Polak Wars and you from England are here arrived, give order that these bodies high on a stage be placed to the view. Yeah, so they... So he's like, you people who are in power right now, ambassadors are more powerful than the ratio probably, and also um, Fortinbras, make sure that these uh, bodies are laid out into the public view because it was just like showing dead Caesar and things like that. Like if the public didn't see it, then they could make up all kinds of things about what had happened, yeah. right? So they needed to see the bodies. It's just like the argument actually that people make about Richard III not having killed the two young princes, because if he had, it would have been to his advantage to put them out in the public view so the public could see that his nephews were dead and that there was no other successor but him. So a lot of people say it wasn't Richard, especially the Ricardians. Right. They say it wasn't Richard who killed the little princes, so stop laying that fucking crime in his door. Yeah. In any case, so they should have been, He's Horatio's asking them for to be laid out in state right. for people to come and see them, view right. them. And let me speak to the yet unknowing world how these things came about. So shall you hear of carnal, bloody, and unnatural acts, of accidental judgments, casual slaughters, of deaths put on by cunning and forced cause. And in this upshot, purposes mistook, fallen on the inventor's heads. All this can I truly deliver. Yeah, so he's he's like Mark Antony. He wants to be like Mark Antony, standing over the corpses and telling the people what happened. All of these terrible different ways that people were killed and behaved. Yeah, yeah. And purposes mistook, fallen on the inventors' heads. Things that were meant to kill other people, ending up killing them. Mm -hmm. So Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, mm -hmm. same thing, right? Yeah, and also uh, Hamlet killing Polonius. Yeah. Let us haste to hear it and call the noblest to the audience. For me, with sorrow I embrace my fortune. I have some rights of memory in this kingdom, which now to claim my vantage doth invite me. So he says he has hereditary rights here in, Dan in Denmark, and my vantage, meaning I'm the only person standing here while the throne is empty, mm -hmm. and so I'm going to inherit here. Yep, and Horatio says, of that I shall have also cause to speak and from his mouth whose voice will draw on more, but let the same be presently performed. Even while men's minds are wild, must more mischance on plots and errors happen. Yeah, so he says, I, w I also will speak about your advantage, mm -hmm. because Hamlet said, give him my voice, right? right? And from his mouth whose voice will draw more. So if, if it is heard that Hamlet gave Fortinbras his vote, other votes will come to right, right, Fortinbras right. as well. Um, and he says, let's do this right now, presently mm -hmm. performed even while men's wilds are wild, because people are going to be like making conjectures and gossiping and stuff, mm -hmm. and then bad things might happen before we have a chance to make it right. Right. And Fortinbras has the last word. Let four captains bear Hamlet like a soldier to the stage, for he was likely, had he been put on, to have approved most royal, and for his passage, the soldier's music and the rights of war speak loudly for him. So he should have cannon shot and all kinds of things celebrating, or, you know, his life, right? Mm -hmm. Take up the bodies. Such a sight as this becomes the field, but here shows much amiss. Go, 
bid the soldiers shoot. Not a rhyming couplet to end the play. Mm, mm. So we have one. We have this, a miss, mm -hmm. and then we have the extra line. Go bid the, the soldiers shoot. The soldiers shoot. Yeah, so. The soldiers shoot. Yeah. And the dead bodies are borne off. But, you know, that's usually impossible in any production because all of the actors are dead. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nobody left to carry them unless you hire extra people just Stagehands dressed bodies. as Fortinbras soldiers. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. But, 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 so a couple of things um, jumped out at me. Hmm. Uh, uh, one is stage. That's the second time in this scene yeah. we use the word stage. Them so to the stage, so reminding they're staging you again. the deaths. You yeah, know, but also right? reminding you that you're watching this on a That's stage. True. Yeah, and so that if you're disturbed by all of these bloody corpses, it's mm -hmm. okay. Yep. They're just actors. Yep. Uh, such a sight as this becomes the field. The but here shows right exactly. Yeah. So we're used to seeing this many dead bodies on the battlefield, but, but not in a palace. Not in a palace. No. Yeah. Very upsetting. Right, so Fortinbras is bittersweet here, just in the same way that Ed Edgar is at the end of Lear. You know, like he's he's inherited the kingdom, but not really thrilled about it because it's a limping and broken kingdom that's coming to him. Not and not only that, he didn't get it the right ways. Yeah, I mean, for Fortinbras to he could have gotten by conquering, yeah. or he could have gotten it because he is a hereditary. Right, and through alliances um, and whatnot, yeah. you know, ways that you don't want your enemy, well, they're not even enemies. You don't want your the other people vanquished. It means that you won by default. Yeah, and you didn't maybe deserve it. There will always be the yeah. idea in somebody's head that you didn't deserve it. Right, right. right. So yeah. the, the go bid, bid the soldiers shoot, that's hard to say. Yeah, soldiers shoot. Um, he means from the battlements. He means mm -hmm. like the cannons. Like the 21-gun salute yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, yeah, that you do when a king dies. Yep, yep. So the king is dead, Hamlet, right? Mm -hmm. Long live the king Fortinbras. Yep. And that's Hamlet. Yeah, boy, guys. So what have we learned? What have we learned from this play? So if Hamlet says, tell my story, what story are we meant to be telling? Well, I mean, I think it's up to the hearer to find that on their own. But I think, you know, that revenge doesn't work out well, ever. Yeah. You know, you're, that... that uh, Cheetahs never prosper. Cheetahs never <laughs> prosper. Right. <laughs> that, you know, that we need to be more understanding of one another. And that if you love someone, tell them. And... Yeah, the whole Hamlet and Ophelia thing, right? Don't be, don't be cagey about stuff. Like, speak about your feelings, right? Right, and if the other person doesn't share them, that's painful to live through. But it's better to be honest and truthful and be wounded than it is to cause just all sorts of balls to roll down the hill in ways you hadn't even imagined. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you think? What's the lesson? Yeah, that's definitely the lesson of Hamlet and Ophelia, for sure. And then, yeah, I mean, I think Hamlet does everything he can do not to enact a revenge, you know? Mm -hmm. He thinks about it, and everybody's like, God, he thinks so much. And it's because it's a huge responsibility, and he is taking it incredibly seriously and, and is having a very hard time. And knows instinctively that a human being should not take another human being's life, mm -hmm. even if it's Claudius. Mm -hmm. 
even if he's done these terrible things. And finally, when he comes back from England, he's very changed and he's resolved to do the thing. Well, if that, somebody threatens your life, you yeah. tend to, one tends to. That's like the last straw. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but still and all, even then. Even then. Even then. Time. He doesn't do it until his Gertrude's mother, dead. His mother, yeah. Because again, like Ophelia then, he is now no longer son or, you know, in any way, or lover. He doesn't have Ophelia, but he's not a son. Of, he has no parents. Mm -hmm. So when your parents are taken from you in a terrible way, you know, that could cause that kind of passion to be able to finally make that step. And also just the more pretense, the more lying, the more, you know, you shipped me off to England with my two, in quotes, best friends, unquote, and you gave them a letter to hand to the king to kill me. Now I come back here and you're like, hey, I'm so happy to see you. Let's have this nice little fight between the two. Like, you're just making it so clear how much you want me dead. Yeah. There's something that breaks you when you know that someone who is supposed to have your back just constantly is clamoring for your demise. Yeah. And even without any of the whatever was going on, Clius is his uncle. Right. He should have loved him no matter what. Right. Right? He should have had his back. He should have given him the crown because he should have been looking out for him like my dear precious nephew. Now you're going to be king. Isn't that awesome? No. So. Yeah. Hell of a play. Hell of a play. Hell of a play. Hope you had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for taking this ride with us, everybody. We had fun. Yeah. We definitely had fun. And we're going to have more fun ahead, Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you'll tune in for that. Please and do. please send us your thoughts and send us your reviews and uh, your paper ideas, your yeah. theses, and, and, and your questions, and your reviews. Please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, even if you hate us. No. Yeah, no, we even if you hate, hate it. No, but even if you did. Okay. You could leave a review and we'd be pleased. Yeah. You could leave uh, constructive criticism. Tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Yep. Or whatever. Right. What play you'd like us to do after Midsummer? Hey. Yes, that's not planned. Send in a vote. Mmm. All righty. We'll see you then. Okay. Oh, maybe we should do a problem play next. Yes. Measure for measure. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking all's well that ends well. But oh, yes. That yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, thank you. I'm Diana. I'm Erin. And this is Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh, goodbye to Hamlet. For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends. 